motherfuckers in school were telling me always in a barbershop. What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop. Uh, I ain't gonna say the way this podcast. My shit ain't been booming lately. And on Lando shit ain't. Yeah, we lost that title. Kinda. It's the hottest podcast in the Hey, hey. Hottest podcast in Detroit right now. Literally. It's fucking hot as fuck today. I was about to say, I hope y'all saying literally. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hell, sweat. Right? I'm sweating right now. Um, what's going on? It's your boy, Aus. You can follow me on Twitter at 10stacks. I got the usual fellas in here with me. Fellas. Yeah, it's Lando. You can follow me at Twitter at the tackle 1711 at the motherfuckers in the barbershop podcast stage. What up, man? It's Corey. You can follow me at dutytang underscore on Instagram. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram at be nice two underscores and on Twitter at two underscores be nice. We got an interview with uh, Chris coming up later in the show, but right now I got a new segment for y'all. It's called the Big Names. All right, I'm gonna put out a list of names, only a couple names. We gonna give our talks on our, our takes well, like, on this real quick. Big boy, Big Sean. <laughs> no, oh, that would have been damn. That would have been a good one if I would have did that shit. Nah, it's just regular. You gotta edit that part out so you can do that shit. No, I ain't editing out. This shit's no. staying. I'm not saying. saying like, oh, next videos. time? There's huh? a lot of littles and y'all. It's ain't too many bigs. Yeah, I'm gonna do little names the next time. All right, first <laughs> name, Terry Crews. He, he, he been in the news recently talking about his sexual assault scandal and everything was going on. Fellas, what's your thoughts on this situation? All right, man, I'll go for Listen, I support the Me Too movement. I love Terry Crews. He's from Michigan. He went to Western Michigan. I love the guy. I'm getting uncomfortable with him talking about it. I think he I think he needs to pipe down to let the legal system handle it. And I, I'm going to leave it at that. Lando been laughing at this nigga. I have not been laughed at. I didn't oh, laugh. I was about to say, I'm like damn near with 50 Cent on this one. Like, this nigga damn near too big to be letting these niggas be fucking with him like that, man. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> That's all I got to say about it. I think that, you know, we don't want to come off as insensitive on the podcast for sure. But the recanting and retelling of the story is just troubling. It bothers you to hear that shit. Like, the first time, it was like, all right, cool. It made a lot of sense from from a business standpoint and a psychological standpoint. If you got the, the know-it-all to have that going on in your mind, I, I can't punch this guy because I'll lose my career. You know what I'm saying? Everybody not that strong-willed. But I likened it a little bit to... The Draymond situation where he slapped the guy, or allegedly slapped the guy uh, last year, and the guy mentioned in court or you know in the news a couple months later that sometimes he still wakes up having like cold sweats and feeling Draymond's hand. It just seemed like Terry Crews is milking this shit right now, and it's like, for what purpose? You know what I'm saying? Is it really to to push this movement along? Do you want to be a spokesperson? I don't really know if you should be the spokesperson. I think that's kind of the issue that I have a problem with. I don't know if he should be the spokesperson. Well, um, like I was telling Lando the other day, I, I'm, I'm full on with it. Like, I, I feel like, hey, bro, go get get the bag and, you know, expose all these dirtbag niggas. Because the, this the industry and that industry alone. It's so many young niggas in that industry, just young people in general, that they real impressionable. They do some nasty shit just to get that role in that movie. And he ain't even that super big of a star. So you gonna imagine what other niggas probably was and doing. And the movie that he turned down was getting shut down. When they said it, he said Expendables Four. I'm like, deadly old as fuck. Who stopped? We don't know how much longer some of them niggas gonna be alive. I didn't even know Expendables Four was coming out. That's all. I didn't turn down some shit that don't exist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the slick big shit that don't exist. So it's like shit like that. I, I'm down with that. But at the same time, I, I just feel like I feel like if it is a ruse, I'm I'm a hundred percent 
Sure, it's true. No, no, hell yeah. If it is a ruse, like I saw Orlando the other day, I feel like he might be the perfect person to put. They, they, somebody in this Me Too movement gave him a bunch of money. It was like, hey, bro, push this to the next level. Because it, it almost puts into a perspective like, hey, look, I'm big, I'm black, I'm strong, and I got sexually assaulted. It can happen to anybody. This is my warning. And so I, he could possibly just be that spoke person. Like, it, it could be man, woman, or me, Big Terry Crews, the, the last person, not really the last person you'd expect, but the last person you'd expect. And, I mean, whether he getting paid for it, he acting his ass off. He doing his job right now. I'm down, I, I'm down with the nigga, man. I it, think it changes the viewpoint of what the sexual assault might be viewed as, too. Yeah. Like, at some point, we, we, we've, because it's a, it's a difficult line to teeter right now where we've seen some people getting accused of stuff, and, and it's just like overzealous flirting with some of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, as a male, you think about another male, if you're heterosexual, another male grabbing your genitalia, that's sexual assault. Like, this point, black period, yeah, this is sexual assault. What'd you say, Corey? Get off me, dick grabbing? Yeah, this is sexual assault. <laughs> Somebody want to talk to you, dick grabbing? <laughs> I think that that <laughs> definitely changes the narrative. And it makes you view it as like, wow, you know, like, even if I was just a dude thinking I'm flirting with a woman and I get too touchy, that's actually what's yeah. Like, you're doing too much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just changes the viewpoint and allows males to see it in a manner where I know none of us would enjoy it. All right, second name, Dame Dash. Um, <laughs> who is the nigga? He approached Lee Daniels at a concert, it looked like. Um, <laughs> that shit looked like a festival. It looked like it looked like some wild shit. You, like, I think it was like Nita Baker or something like that. Yeah, Nita Baker like, was. Yeah. yeah, she was performing, and you could barely hear what he was saying. But people was able to, to get a little translation of what he was saying. He pretty much was talking to Lee Dan's about the two million dollars he owed him from like ten years ago. Lando, what do you think of this story? Oh, I think Dame Dash is right in this. Like, there's no way I, I'm gonna let somebody walk around who owed me ten two million dollars and have told me. Is there anything I can do to make it right to you? Who's made promises? He's supposed to put him on Empire. He's supposed to put him in one of the movies. Lee Daniels is out of his damn mind, man. He need to pay him back the money with interest. That's what I'm saying. Like, that $2 million is not the same $2 million he yeah. gave him two, no, two yeah. 10 years ago. That's just yeah, at least $5 million now. He need to get that shit. I'm down there. If that would have happened to me, it might have been on site. Yeah, it's for sure on site. It's $2 million, and I ain't the richest nigga in the world. I'm on your shit. <laughs> Straight up. I'm on your shit for my $2 million. I think that for me, and this is, it definitely goes almost somewhat contradictory for how I'm about to say this, but the the, the Sway in the Morning interview with Dame that came out, uh, I think either today or yesterday, it changed my viewpoint on it a little bit. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm a very genuine person. I, I fuck with people heavy. If I got love for you, I got love for you. So there's been times where I've loaned people money. And I feel like in cases, when you loan things, you only supposed to loan things that you don't have an issue with losing. We're not getting back. The original video and the, the captions that was behind it made it seem like that this was a loan for Precious, which it wasn't. Dame explained and further, you know, brought out the idea and taught people that it was actually a business deal. Which is, if it's not a loan, like a loan, maybe you can skate and get past it again, you know, the kind heart. And even though two million is a whole lot of money, and you still probably gonna press him, but a loan, you might have been like, man, he was down bad, I gave it to him, and then I now just see your true colors. Oh, like Tyrese and Will Smith? Yeah, like, I, no, he ain't getting that. But it's like, I can't fuck with you. I seen your true colors, I loaned you this, and you show bad, now nah, I can't fuck with you no more. But a business deal? You getting low on me, like, you know what I'm saying? You treat me like a bitch. You can't walk around with this money, and it, like he said, it was for. Him trying to get in the business to get back at Harvey Weinstein because, you know, he had the issue with him from back paying the full dame, been telling people Harvey was filed. But he had that business that he wanted to get some movie money and he bought into a script 
they had Kevin Bacon and I forgot what the name of it was. But he, Lee Daniels approached somebody, brought into it, and then he was like, "All right, cool, I'll give you the two million for this." And then he said he gave he asked them for ten million for a movie called Shadow Boxer with Cuba Gooding Jr., which is terrible. Yeah. And they told him that like, "Whoa, this shit ain't it." Like I had my two for you. I wanted to get in on that. That's cool. And and Lee Davis couldn't pay him back, so they had an agreement which anything else that he was attached to for like the next 15 years, he was supposed to get a cut of that until he got all his money back. Then that's when he got flaky. Precious came out, made 65 M's. He ain't get none of that. He ain't get invited to the screen. And he, he like you said, he's not a part of Empire. He was supposed to be a part of this. These are all agreements that they made on. So a business deal, he should have got his shit blew up. And he was talking like he knew he was about to get his shit blew up. Like, Damn. Damon, Damon. I give you my phone number. Text him. <laughs> Nah, nigga, you've been ducking me for 10 years. It's a decade. The crazy part about the story to me is he said he was going to pay him in a month. Yeah. He didn't say which month. So maybe he got a little term on that one, but he got low on that nigga. Yeah, no, you got to pay that. You're a month and $2 million, nigga. I need my shit in a month. And and like you said, the the, the profit on that, the money on that is not the same. It ain't $2 million no more. Mm -hmm. Any of it. You got paid. You, you didn't. You paid Monique fifty thousand. I know the the chubby chick who actually paid Precious didn't get more than fifty thousand. Who pocketed all the sixty five million that Precious made? None of the actors got paid. So and who the fuck made money? And that's the thing. Like with Daniels, man, is you definitely you got to pay him because you you got sued. Yeah, I went to court yeah. and you lost in court. So yeah, no, you owe him the money. And like Dame said in the, in the original video, it's more about principles. You a black man, I don't want to take you to court again. I want, we can handle this shit as men, you know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be able to face-to-face me. And you tell me, all right, look, I'm fucked up right now. I can get you this right now, and then down the line I can get it to you. But you already did that. So you, you know, and honestly, I wouldn't have been upset if Dame Dash would have blew his shit out. Because for you trying to patronize me and calm me down by with the slowly saying my name and telling me take it, I don't want your motherfucking number. I want my bread. Fuck your number. Fuck them conversations. Give me my money. There ain't no more talking. You had eight years to come holler at me. You ain't want to holler at me. Now I got to break you off. And he should have blew his shit out, to be quite honest. But you know, that grown man, bad yeah, ass. Yo. He got a lot more will than me. You know what I'm saying? I ought to punch the nigga, to be quite honest. I just blew his shit back. Yeah. All right, last he name. Not sued. He not in all your shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I was not good about it, though. I you know what I'm saying? I still might not get the money. The way he been, you fucking died somebody for eight years. He might go on the run for another 10. Who knows? <laughs> uh, last name is Drake. Drizzy Drake album coming out probably already out by now. Yes, yeah, it's, it's in the, the eleven sometime. Um, uh, Lando, you the Drake man? You just took off your Drake shirt. Got the hot. Drake shirt on. Listen, I listen to every Drake song from Room to of Improvement, all the way to More Life. I can't wait for us to get down the podcast. I'm listening to Drake. Um, shout out to the double album. Shout out to Drake man, keeping hip hop alive, man. So support. Keeping hip hop alive. I mean, I don't know. Been a lot of albums and the niggas rap, bro. I don't think it's just one person. Nobody's gonna sell as much as he is. He gonna sell this year. I mean, but we not talking about that. We talking about as niggas rapping, like niggas rap and niggas actually. Have okay, but who's the? It's always been like, that. Oh, we talking about a fan base here now because okay, we selling more. He got a big ass no, fan base, just like Beyonce coming out with some good shit. Exactly. And everybody loved Beyonce, but niggas is saying, "Oh, that shit weak." I don't really want to listen to that. No, no, no. That's not her. That's not her keeping shit but alive. I'm saying, People like Beyonce and Drake, they're movements. So when they move, when they move, the culture move with them. That's all I'm saying. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that people don't. There's been a lot of phenomenal albums yeah, that came out this year. I'm about to say, like, we can't say Except we just sit here and we talk about Tory Lanez album. We talk about everybody album. There's a lot of good music coming out. that's the last album. We're talking about Tory Lanez album. Tory Lanez album. Quiet. That's what I'm saying. albums that came out, we talking Tory Lanez album right now. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Tory Lanez and Jim Jones shit, both of them shit fire. Yeah, Hey, Free Jimmy. Hey, Free Jimmy, man. Wasted talent. That shit fire. Yeah, man, them are two leads, but yeah, go ahead, work. But oh no, I was uh, oh wait, um, Drake. Big ups. I mean, I ain't really no big ass Drake fan. I was like, hell yeah, I can't wait to listen to that. I mean, I, when I hear it, I hear it. Shit, I ain't gonna lie, I can't, can't wait to listen. Fuck it. Talking about I'm gonna listen. To, I'm probably gonna listen to it in the I'm, car. I, mean, I don't know where to work to this shit tomorrow. I already know it's a bunch of people gonna fucking come up to me. You heard the, the Scorpion? I'm like, no. Yeah, you have a chance. I, I bet not hear no damn uh, uh, Jamaican accents on there. Hey, shout out to Jamaica. I think he threw with that. Shout out with the uh, reggae. Hopefully he threw Michael with Jackson on there. Yo, what's up with y'all hating re- reggae and no, shit? No. He's not reggae. That's crazy. Right. Like, like, he hasn't really changed his voice to Jamaican. What song did he change his voice to Jamaican? He's doing that shit, bro. That's just sweet. Something that's just garbage. He posed like that's like that's <laughs> look, look, that's like a white nigga saying like he rapping like us. That's like um Macklemore. We don't and didn't we just say that like uh what's what's the nigga name? Bruno Bruno Mars. People was just like giving him giving him problems. I love, I love, him, I love problems. Bruno Mars though, but I just felt four forty four was better. People was just giving him problems about like oh yeah he trying to act black and he not really black and stuff like that. That's like Drake trying to act Jamaican, trying to use. No, all it's, not, it's not about act, no no it's not about acting Jamaican. It's about paying homage, bro. Jamaicans get. They don't get the homage they deserve I mean, for music, bro. To one point, oh, and, and that's not really the, the, they don't get the credit shit. Culturally, it's a lot of Jamaicans in Toronto. Yeah. He's not well, Jamaican. I mean, I, I can't <laughs> <laughs> so I saw, he ain't Jamaican. You be on a Bonte house all the time, like, well, heck, you ain't Puerto Rican, man. I'm not, I ain't even trying to speak Spanish either, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bonte can't even speak Spanish. Right? Right, so I ain't shit, over bro. there trying to eat tacos all day, speak Spanish, all the other shit. Y'all get real racist right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I'm, like, 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 bro, I'm not over there shit. trying to do that. No, I thought tacos was like Mexicans. I mean, yeah, it's Spanish food. It's a Spanish food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I love all race and cultures, man. I mean, so I'm not saying you pay homage to anybody culture. I'm not being cool. racist at all, but I'm just saying. Like, like, I don't think I don't think, be happy about this shit. I, I don't think niggas should be <laughs> overdoing somebody else shit. Like, they taking over somebody else's flow. Yeah, I disagree. All right. I uh, think that's what it is. Shout out Shaking My Heads. Who would like to go first? I mean, you go first. Uh, shaking my head at all you niggas that want it to be summertime and like the heat. I, I really hate all y'all niggas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many times <laughs> I'm going to make this my shaking my head throughout the summer, but I hate y'all niggas. You it's know still June. Point my period. And it's hot as fuck. It's a fact. Right. I, I hate y'all And niggas. the hottest day ain't even came this hey. week. It's the hottest day ever right now. Currently. It's too hot to be alive. And it's midnight. <laughs> it's midnight. And it's hot as fuck. Uh, that shit is not cool. I mean, I think if I had to, you know, pick up something or shout out something, I would shout out, uh, shout out the free agency and then the summer league start next week. Are we still doing something? Yeah, uh, I think right now, I got a couple of them. I sent Lando on you a song the other day. I'm not going to shout that one out, but I would shout out the song on Georgia Smith's Lost and Found Goodbyes. It's a nice song. It's not the song that everybody been tweeting about, but it ain't. Because niggas tweet the wrong songs. You know, people go on there and they search for singles. Y'all get in the nitty gritty. It's a good song. Mm. Mm. Really uh, who, who next? 
Shaking my head. I ain't really too deep into this shit. I don't get into current events like that because there's really nothing you can really do about it. But talk. But shaking my head at the bitch that got ran and got her brothers to. Oh, yeah. That was my shaking my head too. Killed him. That old boy is the junior, wrong little boy. That junior shit. That like, shit is the worst story I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, like, and then shaking my head at all the people that ride past seeing it. Shaking my shaking head at the, the gas store. station. Yeah, owner. Man. Like, they, they ain't helped. Like, shaking my head at that whole conversation. Like, that whole situation on me. I'm talking about that. For those who don't know, it was like a in a New York high school, some, some young girl, she had sex with a dude, and he recorded it. And uh, she told her older brother, because I guess everybody at school was cooking her ass. She told her other brother, who, who was a gangbanger, like big-time gangbanger. And they end up finding the wrong kid that looked just like the nigga that was in the video. They found a whole different nigga. Uh, hemmed him up at a store, dragged him out the store with the store clerks looking at him. Stabbed him to death. Damn, he ran back in the this. store. Yeah, ran back in the store. They denied him help. Like, no, you got to go. And he ran to the hospital and, like, died on the street. So that shit was just yeah, that's a big shit. Like I can't, I that's something I really can't watch the video. Him getting dragged off that video. bitch is not a good it. video. I, I read about it. Like I ain't, I couldn't. I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, but just in general, like we we see people get shot. And I think the distance of people getting shot for the most part outside of the guy getting shot in the car, I think it allows you to visually watch it. But like seeing somebody get stabbed, it's, it's terrible to see. It's just to know that somebody. It's really just to know that all this took place because of she lied. And say, oh, cause she lied to her brother and said she got raped when she was just willingly having sex with him. And just he recorded. It. She knew she was recorded too. And they gotta run. They gotta throw him in jail. They, 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 like they, they, yeah, they, they all like get caught and uh, shit like I that. I think like three of them, like are a Dominican gang. Yeah, they don't too. speak language. They don't speak English. Yeah, they are Dominican gang. She a Dominican girl. I mean, she just got an innocent boy killed. Oh, that's <laughs> really yeah, straight up. She need to go to jail. She need to go to hell. Oh yeah, I was <laughs> need to go to hell, dog. Yeah, that was crazy. But uh, shout out to. I mean, no shout out. I don't think I really got no shout out. That was that just really. No shout out. No song. Uh, I got a song though. I am not your friend, and that uh, FBG Duck, man, I fuck with that song, bro. That song is heavy. I listened to that on the way here, and Meek Mill, the uh, Stay Woke. Meek Mill, Stay Woke. That shit is. That's just sweet. I seen LeBron listen to that song. Yeah, LeBron Lucky got bad taste in music, though. and heard some. Bad he just he really just trying to get people they they views just like they did with uh, T Grizzly and shit like that. I get that now. Yeah, he's late to T Grizzly. I mean, he, he, he was put that bitch all the way back in the right. He was, he was, right. he was Brian doing on T Grizzly song like so. Fuck that. Awesome shit. Well, definitely. Uh, let me. Well, we already shout out to Drake album dropping. Uh, shout out to the World Cup, man. It was a great oh, game. Yeah. Senegal lost to Colombia, man. It was, it was North tough. Korea beating Germany. No, I mean, South Korea. Korea. South, South Korea. Korea, yeah, beating Germany. Um, Mexico was like they did some they shit talking shit. They, yeah. they made it, but they was talking shit about South Korea and shit like that. They kind of posed doing the picture, but well, no, well they was happy. Yeah, they was happy. If they, they would have, if, if South Korea yeah. would have lost, then yeah. they would have lost. They would have lost, so they were they were happy. But yeah, the World Cup been really good, man. Good matchups, some good matchups coming up this weekend. So it just sucked that. that American not in it. Now it's starting to feel it, like damn, like Ronaldo, Messi might play yeah. next week and shit like that. And yeah, American not being in it just kind of make it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know nobody yeah. on our team, but uh, he don't even play no more. Landon Donovan. I do know uh, Clint Dempsey, though. Yeah, that's right. Like, we got some nice players, man. But 
It's, it's tough though. It's like no African, team, no African teams, no really no Caribbean teams, no U.S. teams. It's just like, damn, man. We we kind of even though France and Colombia, they got they got some brothers on the team, so that's cool. A shout out to Luke Cage, man. That's the show of the fucking year right now. Powering them, they shout the powers coming on this weekend, but they gotta prove it. Luke Cage, shout out to the Jamaicans in there killing it. Luke Cage is shit, man. Well, Shout out to Luke Cage. Like, I just got so much hate for Shout out to Luke Cage, the real king of Harlem, baby. I don't fuck with Luke Cage, though. That show ain't some shit. Uh, my shake my head with just Lee Daniels, but we already talked about that. Um, I'll go. Uh, I'm going to shout out a song. I was going to shout out a Juice World song, but he kind of high right now. I'm going to shout out Tobe uh, Nigue. I can't really pronounce his last name. It's like N-W-I-G-W-E. He got a couple. Just really go look that nigga up, bro. He be rapping. He be spitting. He from Houston. Uh, he played college football, and I ain't gonna lie, he came from out of nowhere. That nigga got some skills, bro. He got a couple good songs. Like, just go look up his top songs on music. That shit, it'd be pretty smooth for you. Um, and I'ma shout out Paul George too, dog. Paul George, I like this little documentary shit he doing, man. He ruining fan bases. He getting niggas excited. Uh, it, it's not the decision at all. Like I thought it was gonna be more decision like, but it's kind of just like this. He kind of putting you through a nigga that's a superstar and free agency. Because you do kind of wonder what go into that shit. And he talking niggas like Dwayne Wade and he, you know, hitting that he want to play for L.A. He going to play for L.A. I mean, it, I think it's, it's genuine, too, though. Like, and, and Paul George always talked about that in a, in a, in a situation where he was saying, like, I, I just want to be a free agent. Yeah. He ain't got to go through this process. Like, LeBron James has been a free agent five times. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, well, and that's the thing. Paul George been never been a free agent. Don't know really what's expected of him. He know that somebody going to be mad at him. He just like, you know, I just want to see how I be. You know, some niggas want to experience that. And he wasn't really a high-level recruit in high school, so he didn't get that trip. Yeah, he didn't get to get shopped around. North Carolina and stuff like that. So, he it's just like. a thing when event. You get to see that. I ain't like the Lakers, though. Shake my head the Lakers, but, but man, he, while you was building, we were building, too. That shit, them niggas lame. Whoever running that shit, Magic Johnson, you lame, my nigga. So, now we got special guest on, Chris. Um, Chris, we heard you like a sports insider, man. We know you do a lot of box interviews. You travel around a lot, but we want to pick your brand on this NBA real quick. This is a big free agency, big free agent splash. Where is LeBron James going? LA. Ooh, why you say LA? Lakers. Lakers? Not Clippers? Not Warriors? Kings. Not Kings? So do you think Kawhi Leonard, this trade between Sac- I mean, uh, San Antonio and the Lakers, you think that's going to go through? Uh, I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 I,
don't matter right now. He'll be there next year, but, you know, I see what you're talking about, Josh Hart, Ingram, and Kyle Kuzma. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I don't think he's worth that. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, they they raised him too high. You know, he had a good run. He's a good defender. I mean, you basically got uh, Pat George that do the same thing he did. So why would you want three wing guys and have three or two guys do the same thing as LeBron? You want to build a team that can beat Golden State, and you do that by by getting a guy that can, that can uh, control the basket. You know what I'm saying? So wait a minute, because everybody eyes, everybody eyebrows <laughs> raised when you said that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are sort of the same players. Did you watch the same Paul George this postseason that we did? I mean, the postseason don't matter. I mean, when you play with LeBron, I mean, to make the game easier, they both are similar type of player. They both are uh, winning. Well, I think Paul George can score better than, than Kawhi Leonard. Basically. I mean, I can score. I mean, Austin Dribble going to the basket. I think they're both shoot the same. I think Kawhi Leonard is a, a, a way better defender, but Paul George is a top two way player with Jimmy Butler, um, Kawhi, Paul George, like that too. I think those are two top, you know, two way players. I think the way to beat Golden State is by getting somebody on the interior that's mobile, you know. But, you know, they want to go fire up a wing, try to go up and match firepower, they can do that. So you're saying a player like Demarcus Cousins would complete the team better than a player like Kawhi Leonard? true um what about magic johnson he gave himself a timeline uh not this summer but next summer that if, if he can't get one of these guys in can't get Kawhi next year can't get paul george this year lebron james that he's just gonna step down do you believe that you already know he got him in the bag though he's been doing the tampering himself he knows he got one in the bag yeah i know you don't say nothing like that you know he don't want a job like Phil Jackson, he already got somebody in the back. I'm telling you, he got Paul George already, dog. I really do believe at least Paul George can come over there, man. I do, man. I, I think LeBron, too, because LeBron, I mean, I like, I mean, LeBron, you know, I want to see him stay in the East. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what he wants. But obviously, he got 76. If him and Ben Simmons, they, they two alike. They got to move one. They don't have to move Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons can't shoot. You know, so, and just, you know, they feel like to go to the paint and, uh, and be packed the paint in and all that. No, honestly, if he was to stay in the East, people call me crazy. I'd see him go to the Wizards, the Raptors, or the Boston Celtics. You know, they can win Kyrie because he won't leave anywhere. This is my opinion on that one. Um, all right, so back to LeBron about not wanting to sign first. Do you think Paul George is enough to say, you know what, the Lakers it is? No, I'm saying, like, you think just having Paul George on the team with a bunch of young guys is enough for LeBron James to say, I could take control of this, or do you think he'd rather just stay with Kevin Love and a, and a bunch of his friends? Hell no, man. I think he I, I think, like I said, even without Paul George, in my opinion, I think that team is still better than what he had in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Josh Hart, especially with Julius Randle, the way he played down the stretch, Josh Hart is better than any Cleveland guard. He's better than Clarkson. Clarkson was just still a minute from him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I like Lonzo better than George Hill. You know, I like, uh, well, Kentucky's part of probably won't come back unless he takes, you know, something less. I like Kyle Kuzma as well, you know? 
And Kevin Love don't defend no way. And Kuzma defend, don't defend. So, you know, I say Kuzma. I take that Lakers team even without Paul George over what he had in Cleveland. Kevin Love is a 20 and 10 type nigga, though, so. Like, Kyle Kuzma has a What do you think is the hold up between this Kawhi Leonard and the Lakers trade? You know, I've been seeing a lot of Clippers talk. What is there? They have been clearing a lot of cap space. Uh, you know, Doc had to trade his son recently and shit like that. Do you think there's absolutely no chance that none of these free agents go to the Clippers with Jerry West's tutelage over there? Magic Johnson cannot finish this free agency, then his legacy goes along the lines of other NBA players, great NBA players that end up like owners like uh, like Michael Jordan and uh, and Joe Dumars. Just to feel championships he won as a coach. I mean, Joe had some bad drafts even after the championship year. And that Charlie V and that Charlie V and Ben Gordon uh, signing, man, I, I never got over that, man. But then he brought in Josh Smith.
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But would you rather have LeBron James with the ball in his hand or Jordan Clarkson with the ball in his hand? I mean, if you want Jordan Clarkson to get hot. But do you want LeBron James hot or do you want Jordan Clarkson hot? The problem with that is that LeBron should be able to do his thing anyway. I think Jordan Clarkson did it easy. When he got an opportunity to talk about 30, 40, 30, 40, all in a row, he did it easy. Against the Golden State Warriors. He dropped big numbers against Golden State Warriors. He dropped 30, 40? But I'm talking about against the Golden State Warriors when the big big games. Not not Utah Jazz games. Big, not even Utah Jazz. We're talking lesser team, Phoenix Suns. So you saying teams So you saying that you, as an NBA coach, if you coach the Cavaliers, you would say, LeBron, I think you need to play a little bit off ball. I want uh, Jordan Clarkson to, to run offense. <laughs> but that's what you you want him to no, run offense. That's not, that's not what he's saying because I've been trying to tell him the same thing on the podcast. Jordan Clarkson in particular, but you got to let somebody else. You know, he, he's a Cavalier there, man. He mostly, you know, brought the ball up until he got with Cavalier bring the ball up. Sometimes LeBron, he even played for the post. But LeBron, I mean. You know Kyrie averaged like 24 points not off the uh, not having the ball in his hand like that. That's when Brian delegated the ball. But they never really matched the way they were playing. Like when he was in Miami, they never really found that matching point where they all, you know, they all were taking on all cylinders together. I, I mean, they won, they won like 27 games in a row. I think they, they started to mess during that period. But Michael Jordan really much he wasn't much of a, a ball handler type. Yeah, he wasn't really like a, a facilitator. You know. That was more Scotty job. Yeah, he had Scotty. Kyle Corver in them play so bad, man. They they wasn't I mean, knocking out no yeah, shots. Yeah, they stuck with us. But see, for but for them to get in the rhythm, for them to get in the rhythm, you might have to go through a couple zero for eight possessions. When if for LeBron to get in the rhythm, you might be good for at least four of them until you get on the bench. I mean, he tired, but I mean, he on the he on the team of scrubs. We talking scrubs? They like scrubs. They scrubs. I think that he. Smith took the ball back out. He just he just spoke about Jordan Clarkson, <laughs> and I felt and that's that's the one thing that I've been trying to say. And I felt like what he was saying about LeBron about always trying to push the ball is I've literally seen the Cavaliers 
change the pace of the game to slow down to make sure LeBron James bring the ball up. When you have a ball handler out there like a George Hill or a Jordan Carson, they should be able to dribble the length of court and then set the offense up, and then he can get the ball. He shouldn't have to stop right under the rim 94 feet and wait to get the ball. That's stupid. I, I think if, if, if they had a full offseason, I would agree with y'all. But that Boston Celtics season, like the series, anytime LeBron even took a step off the game. I mean, but that's, that's what just he's saying. They just couldn't no, no, keep, that's what he's I'm saying. saying but they couldn't carry the load no, no, on their own. He's telling you yeah. why. Because LeBron James does not no, let you get comfortable. Bro, no, it's because they couldn't do nothing. They was missing shots. Yeah, Smith only hit like six shots. I didn't mention Smith. Even on the rest, everybody else on the road played terrible. Like, George George Hill literally played the worst basketball. Like I said, but, even, but, he, but, but why would you want George Hill? He's playing the worst he's, basketball no, you've ever he's seen. What telling you is, is that LeBron James is this megastar. He's supposed to be the greatest basketball player on the planet. If he makes other people better, he should be able to allow them their time to get going, and then he should just be efficient from the jump. He should be out there, be able to go out there and get buckets. That warmed up shit, he shouldn't have. He's, Fucking six, nine, two seconds. But, but, but what I'm telling you is when other, no, listen, no, listen, no, what I'm telling you is when other good players play with LeBron James, they play good too. They don't need, they don't need Kyrie Irving, uh, Dwayne Wade. superstars. But he play, he's playing with scrubs. Bro, if you need the, how many possessions does it take for George Hill to say, all right, now I'm ready to play we basketball? No, he won't let him. Because he don't need to. He don't need George the ball that much. 18 points before. Would no, you rather nigga have 18 points or nigga's going to have 28 points? Bro. He, he he the that's what I'm saying. Good. LeBron James should be able to get his 28 regardless. He can. No, he can't. And, and if, if you, you take the ball away from that, then why don't he let niggas score then? Because the nigga's ass. Why does he always say he need help? If they so ass, go go score 60 then. He don't want to. Bro, like he, scored 50, he, scored 50 in, he scored 50 in the finals when they lost. He scored 50 and the nigga missed a free throw and that nigga took the ball out. He did that yeah, shit. Like said, what are you talking about? That's kind of hard to that feel George like he, he did miss that throw and JR, I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, so Bryce so should have deferred to these niggas the whole game. I would say this. Niggas was on Rodney Hood dick after he scored 15 points, but they wouldn't play him before that. Bro, 15. That's the end of happy that nigga scored 15 points. That's the end of the game. Hold on, wait, wait. Hold on, wait, wait. Hold on, wait, that 15 is weak. So, <laughs> we happy the niggas score 15. Okay. Hey, well, CJ, I want to get your get your take on the, the Pistons. You've been doing a lot of Piston videos. Um, you was happy about the Wayne Casey. I want to know like your, what you feel. How you feel the Pistons gonna fare this season? Uh, I think I think they're gonna do good as long as they help. Chris Milton was injured a lot, and I think Spencer Dinwiddie's yeah, foot was off on that. Yeah, Chris Milton came in with a knee injury. Yeah. Chris Milton, they never gave him a shot. No, he had a torn ACL. He's probably going to get like an $80 million contract. Yeah, I do got to kind of, that Chris Milton, it do kind of bother me a little bit. No, because we, all they need to do, guard, yeah, but all they need to do is give him one more season. We needed a point guard. No, but look, he turned to the point. What point guard? We got Brandon Jennings. 
But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he got hurt, but I was like, Chris Middleton. I know, he turned I'm not disagreeing with you. Right now. I was good. extremely no. upset when yeah. we tra- I was happy that we drafted Chris Middleton. I was a fan of him. And, and I'm a Brandon Dennis fan, but I, I still. We need a point guard. It was, it was still kind of bittersweet. Like, no, no, I was extremely damn, disappointed. Like, dude, it is okay. But, that's, I mean, that's we'd be saying the same thing, though. Reggie Jackson... Don't get hurt this year. We trade him and he go somewhere and ball out. Like, I, I mean, he probably I, won't. But honestly, I'm, I think Reggie. Look, they had a winning record with Reggie Jackson. I don't have a problem with Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson Reggie. If he can, if he can stay healthy, I'm cool with Reggie Jackson. Where do you see Blake's? Where do you see Blake's role being at on this Pistons team? Like, what do you think Dwayne Case is going going to try to turn him into? You say you see us being a sixth seed in the East next season? I think the best At best, the sixth seed? I, I think it all depends on, like, what LeBron does and, like, how the rest of the East pan out. Like I said, I see about four, I mean, four or five. We know the East is walking. Even if LeBron go back to Cleveland, the East is walking, man. That's, that's, that's theirs, man. Because with Philly, they messed up their backfield taking Marquette folks, and they got something. They traded up to get that man with the uh, stuff. <laughs> Yeah, they did. They're not sucking. I mean, that's they fucked up. Hmm. All right, so let's say LeBron doesn't go to L.A. How do you see this Lakers, this young Laker team? What about the, all these young teams, like the Suns, the Lakers, this Philly? Where do you see all these teams just, like, going? How, what is the growth you project for most of these teams? Gave ball buckets, man. That's a fox game ball buckets, man. That tournament. Yeah, that shit. He ball out. He got a little hurt.
Marvin Bagley, I did want to ask you this question before we before we let you go. How do you feel about him and uh what, what's the other bro name? Wendell Carter? How do you feel about uh this relationship? Wendell Carter and parents feeling about Coach K and or Coach Mike, yeah, that's his kind of name, right? Yeah, Coach yeah, K. Yeah. Mike's the They talking about him <laughs> and they was they was talking about how he kinda of played him on the recruiting and and like surprised him. Like, is this revealing about Duke basketball and stuff like that? Yeah, that's, oh, go ahead. That's no, go ahead. Ask him, ask him. Yeah, so you know, being college basketball, and I know you, you posted the video. You know, I sent you the link. Um, that Chris Webber, Jalen Rose, man, I, I got to know how you how you feel about that. Like, so I, we over here, we really don't rock with Chris Webber like that. I mean, we kind of feel he did some shady shit, but I just want to get to a point, you know, on the Chris Webber. disheartening just to see that man it just it looked like he felt uncomfortable even talking about it. like Chris Webber know he wrong yeah. it's just one of those situations he know he wrong and he's just trying to justify himself but it's like bro you just make digging a deeper and deeper hole man Hey, honestly, bro, if you just want to, he could just talk about it 
And niggas are just, he making it a bigger deal than what it is. Like, niggas are just probably let it go. No, he I, just, think, I think that it's a demon that's kind of eating away at him. He know that he did something foul, and, and like we just discussed, he got a book coming out, he got the documentary coming out, and he reaching for stuff. And I think one thing that you can't take away from Jalen, and Jalen, to me, his his identity in, in society right now reminds me a lot of Snoop Dogg. Jalen will tell you about being in dope, dope house. He's just authentic. Everything he said to you is real. And it's not aggressive, so, you know, excuse the language, but Caucasian people will like him. And it's not a sellout. It's just that he he being himself, and they accepted of him. And, and, and I think Chris Webber tried to reach at that to make it seem like he was selling out, but it's just like they just accept him. They cool him. Snoop Dogg ain't never sold out to nobody. He ain't never did nothing to where it's like, oh, I fuck with white people. like They just like him. They enjoy him, and I think that's the same way the people are with Jalen Rose. He's just an authentic person. He'll tell you everything like it is straight up, and he always being true to himself. Yeah. I mean, the I haven't seen Chris Webber back in the city since like 2002. He's that. That um the car wash on Plumfield. Nah, he had a camp probably that same year. Yeah, I was just that's, saying 2000, bro, 2002. That was the last time I seen that. Yeah, I ain't seen him nowhere. Yeah, they can play for the Pistons like oh seven. Yeah, he's still in the city. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. All right, Chris. Uh, we're gonna let you go. It was great talking to you, bro. Uh, tell the people where they can follow you at and where they can find your YouTube page. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, first page is Rock the Pink and Oh yeah, no. You a you a reoccurring guest. You are an insider now. So oh, yeah, you're an insider. Anytime we need an inside scoop, you we 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 calling on you. You about to be our Darren Ravel. <laughs> Not a Christmas show. All right, so our top five for this week. Because Lando, his man, is coming out with a with an album. We're gonna do top five Drake songs. Not albums. We're not ranking them. We're just saying whatever. If you was going. On a trip, on a plane, your phone can only fit five songs. You only got Drake in your catalog. Which five songs you gonna listen to on repeat over and over again till you get to the end of your trip? Um, Corey? All right, for like my first one, say, Show Me a Good Time. Ooh. So, uh, Thank Me Later. It's one of my favorite Drake songs. Like, out of all, like, overall, like, probably number one for real, for real. But, yeah, Show Me a Good Time. Oh, I'm saying all five. Yeah, go all five. All right, so then number two, I well, like second, I'm going uh, connect. So um, nothing was the same. Um, number three, I'm going uh, number three. Damn, what was that number three? Um, it's a song with Nicki Minaj on "Take Care." Uh, what the shit's called? Also, oh, uh, yeah, make me proud. Make me proud, so yeah, I like that song. And uh, number four, started just falling off. Number four, uh, this off of um, him and Future off of uh, Jumpman? No, not that one. Not that one. Uh, it's the scholarships. I think it's scholarships. I like Diamonds Dancing. 
Yeah, uh, scholarships, and then number five, unforgettable, him and uh, Jeezy. That's my top five for the Drake. Uh, Lando, what you got? All right, so I got the five rap and five R&B. Um, <laughs> five R&B, I got to go. I get lonely. That's like, I used to play that shit every day. It was a good song. Marvin Room be number two on the R&B. Shot For Me is number three. Shot For Me can be number one, but Shot For Me is a, a good, great R&B song. Hate Sleeping Alone, uh, that's number four R&B. And then number five got to be on it. And that was on um, yeah, that was it Oh, with the dream. Damn. Damn. Shut it down. You tripping. That's out there. <laughs> rap, rap, I got to go uh, uh, Summer 16, 0 to 100. Uh, energy, back to back. And number five would be uh, Him and Future, uh, Digital Dash. Mm. I ain't going to lie. On all of me, I was just listening to that. You know, like, once the song, like, the beat changed. Yeah. And he started trucking. He was talking crazy. Like, like me, Daddy oh, was me, a, oh, my. Yeah, Daddy was in jail. We was talking to the window like a motherfucking drop yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, that was low-key code. Yeah, let's go. But he did get killed on the all of me by Big Sean. No, he didn't. The light skin keeps sweat. So, oh, my goodness. Oh, all right, bitch. Shut the, table, the fuck up. Ooh. Yeah, Big Sean's not. Um, I'm going to go. Since Lando did top five rapping R&B, I'm going to just do six. Cause I got six songs. I, I got then I got a tie for my fifth one. Number one is Controller. Probably one of my favorite Drake songs. Oh wow! Right, controller, hey, that shit fire though. Hey, I don't know what be nice shaking his head. About. I'm shaking my head with you. Like, you fuck with Controller? No, controller is shit. not out of all of his songs. I fuck yeah. Controller heavy though. Go ahead, bro. Uh, number two is Look What You Done. I like that song a lot. Uh, number three, Fireworks. I really like that song a lot. Um, number four, It's Gonna Be Lame. Was best I ever had. When that shit first came out, that shit was the best shit. That shit was the best shit I ever heard in my life. Uh, number five is Uptown, cause that shit. Yeah. That shit, that shit fire. And and my last one was Tuscan Leather. Oh yeah, Tuscan Leather. That beat change on that bitch is outrageous. That's his best. Tuscan Leather, I think that was his best. Man, Tuscan Leather, that shit just. Yeah, he was snapping on. He was snapping on that. First person that dinner with Tatiana. Oh man, that that and Western Road Flow is like. Man, yeah, I like Western Road Flow too. And I just uptown just always that shit just made me think of my O's. That shit was just a good O's, but Lil Wayne, Bun B, I think about it. Yeah, your list was shitty. Niggas call nigga list now. I call my own list, so he don't agree. I know for me, first out the gate, definitely look what you've done. That's my favorite, favorite Drake song, man. Real sentimental, man. Just get you, get you going, man. Make you feel it. Get, get all the feelings and it feel like Drake to the core, man. Feel like him and his best. Uh, not an album song, but one of my also favorite Drake songs is Dreams Money Can Buy. That shit, when it came out, that shit really was just like. Oh, I forgot one too. I left one on that shit. Really that's a bad me in like, damn, this nigga is. I think that was one of the moments where I really realized like this nigga, the, like the truth. I, you know what I'm saying? We talk about him being good. Like, this nigga is great. Like, really, this, this, he got the game on lock. I couldn't, I, I couldn't see I no wrong with that money. shit. I love Dream Money. Um, what's the road froze is, is definitely huge for me, man. He just was really spitting on that. Uh, I would like to get a thank me later song. I think Corey already said Unforgettable. So, for the sake of the feature at the time, Light Up, having Hove on the song with Drake early in his career was just like, damn, this shit yeah, is crazy. I didn't even know Drake was that good. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? And Jay-Z really told him everything that he did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. He, he should have listened to Hove on that old track, man. 
Yeah, he just kind of prophesized all the shit that was gonna happen. And yeah. I think uh, definitely I want I want to kind of space some of this shit out, man, and get something from see I can have from yeah, from yeah. every album to be quite. It has my mentions because I sure. even put fear in my shit. Uh, I fuck with fear though. Fear code. I think. I want to get something off of More Life, so I guess if I had to pick something from More Life... <laughs> I got to do not disturb. Yeah, do not disturb. Yeah. With a, a close laugh. This shit really was like just extremely hot to me when it came out, but Fire and Desire is amazing. Fire and Desire is a good song. Oh, yeah. Fire and Desire is a good but song. But it's hard for, for us right now because I know I was just looking through my album catalog, and like I said, the only song that I really kept notice of that wasn't an album song was when money came by but there's so many other songs that wasn't album songs yeah like i, I like i was by my one of my honorable mentions is uh paris morton flower hey, that okay. shit was that was powerful that was that was a good song right there dog uh love you got any honorable mentions yeah fall for your type uh Ooh. yeah that shit was oh um, days in the east days in the east was yeah that shit i used to listen to every morning driving that was my shit damn i had one tip of my tongue Oh, I gotta go karaoke if I'm going. I was about to say karaoke. Karaoke is my shit, man. I just think oh, that yeah, karaoke real, is very good. I like I like Glow with Kanye. That's just a nice little song I listen to if I'm just driving around. I mean, I think that I, I don't know if y'all had the same problem with memorizing it, but I'm I'm shocked that nobody had no time zone songs. Because all them bitches really, oh, man, man, I just man, can't man, remember man. in my head which ones. Four, four p.m. in Calabasas is to me the best. Yeah, four at five a.m. in Toronto. Yeah, five a.m. in Toronto is crazy. Um, what's that one song he got where, oh, the Miami zip code to my city? Yeah, 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 yeah I like that song a lot too. Yeah. I just like I, it's like I don't really listen to Drake music when I'm not just when somebody don't put on a Drake song. But if you do put on a Drake song, I listen to a bunch of Drake music. I think I think I listen to it every day at the gym and just to get me going. I listen to it on driving. He got the perfect nighttime driving music. So, all right, man, uh, pretty good in. Pretty good episode. Thanks to Chris for coming on. Uh, thanks for everybody standing in the heat. I am my lip is sweating. So, <laughs> Bro, my hands is sweating. Like look at this. It's hot as fuck. Y'all appreciate this. We sweating. Got sweaty hands though. Palms are sweaty. Knees weak. All the arms are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> <Take it. laughs>